Welcome to Grace for Your Journey. This is Pastor Terry. Great to have you with us. We are going through Matthew, and we're in Matthew chapter 6. Jesus is getting ready to finish up the Sermon on the Mount, and he is in an area of, of, his, um, of his talk. He's in a section of his sermon that you have probably heard referenced at some point in your life. I mean, regardless of if you have been a believer a long time or, or not a very long time. And it's Matthew 6 and verse 13, it says this, Enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. Now, Jesus uses the illustration here of a gate. Let's talk about that for a minute. Gates were a common reality in the ancient world because the cities of the ancient world, if they were any kind of city at all, were walled. And walled cities, and they did that for protection, for security, they had gates. Now, what you may not know, the gates had different reasons. Some gates were for people. Some gates would be used for animals. Some gates would be used for taking in and out garbage and refuge and all that kind of stuff. But they were different gates, so they were different sizes. Now, the king, the person who was ordering the, the, the walls to be built and the gates to be built in the walls, had the discretion to decide how big he wanted the gates to be. The gates could be really wide. The gates could be really narrow. There could be a moat. They could be protected from guard towers. The, the king had all the decision-making power imaginable. So when Jesus uses this phrase, enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and easy, that leads to destruction, everybody would have understood what a wide gate was and what a narrow gate was. And so he goes on and, and, and he says, look, the wide gate is the gate that leads to destruction. The narrow gate is the gate that leads to life everlasting. Now, why does he say that? He uses the wide gate as sort of a symbol of, of the path we all start out on. We all start out on the wide gate, the gate that is easy, the gate that is popular, the gate that is spacious, the, the, the gate that is spacious, uh, the gate that, that leads to all of our self-interest, our selfishness, our self-indulgence. That's the natural state of man. And that's what the wide gate talks about. Now, Jesus isn't saying, you know, he's not shaming us. He's not saying you don't have a chance. He's just recognizing a reality. Every one of us is born going down the wide way or entering in the wide gate. But then he flips it and he says, but you need to go in through the narrow gate because the narrow gate is where you go to find life and few will find it. Well, what's the narrow gate about? Well, it's not real popular. Um, if you really start to get serious about your walk with the Lord, if you really start to get serious about your faith, it's not going to be popular with some people. You're going to make some religious people mad because they're not really serious about their faith. They're serious about their religion. You're going to make some friends mad because maybe the things you did before are not going to be some of the things you do now. You might even make some family members mad. <laughs> but it's narrow. It's not popular. It's a must choose. You must choose that particular gate. Listen to what Jesus says again. He says, for the gate is wide and easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it, those who choose it, those who discover it are few. You have to choose the narrow way. It's not a natural path for you or for me. Now, the narrow gate is also defined by Scripture. If you're going to walk with the Lord, experience the peace, the joy, the fullness, the excitement, <laughs> the elation, the unbelievable life and brightness and glory that the Lord wants to shine upon you as you live for Him, if you want to do that, well, it's defined by the Bible. 
You have to follow the Bible. It's a selfless gate, and it's a generous gate. You begin to think about others and care for others more than yourself. Jesus said there are two gates that enter that, that you can walk through in life. A wide one that leads to destruction, and you're going to have a lot of company. You're never going to be alone. You don't even have to be lonely. You're going to find a lot of people going through that gate. Or there's the narrow gate where you go to discover him, and he changes your life from the inside out, and you begin to experience the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit in the midst of everyone wandering around trying to figure out which way to go. Going through the narrow gate, find Christ, discover him, and you know what will happen? Yeah, you're going to have joy and peace forever, and you're going to have unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you and thank you for today. Lord, I pray every person listening to this will choose the narrow gate, and they will come to find you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.